Hi there, this is Philip. Welcome to Leave the Bubble. Leave the Bubble is a weekly podcast where we talk about expanding our comfort zones, embracing challenges and changes, both in our personal and professional lives, as well as overall personal growth. I do my best in breaking down the most important points of each topic and talk about how we can implement each learning in our day-to-day. I also share my failures and successes and hope that you can learn something from my personal experiences as well. All in the hope for us to continuously leave our bubbles. All right, everyone, let's do this. How's everyone feeling today? As always, I'm hoping you're doing well, that you're happy and healthy, and that you're having a great week so far. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. It's uh, been a little while, eh? (laughs) Truth be told, I've been doing a bunch on this side these past few months and unfortunately ended up neglecting the podcast, which is something that I usually absolutely love to do. And one day not too long ago, I just had this urge to record another episode. So here we go, trying to get back up on that horse, leaving the excuses aside and admitting that it was just bad time management from my side that led to this several months long break. And seeing that some time has passed since our last episodes, I feel like talking about one of the key findings I've had over these past few months that became a real eye-opener and anchor in my life. And hopefully by the end of this episode, it helps you out a little as well. It's about the infinitely old binary system of good and evil. Now, we've all grown up with this concept instilled in our head and how there are good and bad things in this world and also how we should carry and behave ourselves towards others. To be clear, this episode is not about an ethical discussion of what is right and what is wrong. We won't debate righteousness and dishonor and we also won't go over moral dilemmas. Instead, today I want to talk about an approach towards life in general. If you've been following me for a little while and your memory serves you well, you might remember a dedicated episode I did about Stoicism. I've also been dropping Stoic hints here and there throughout all of Leave the Bubble, (laughs) but episode 49 should ring the clearest bell. Anyway, Stoicism teaches us to study our responses towards external factors and filter between what we can control and what is out of our reach. In essence, Stoicism invites us to be more aware of our reactions and the importance we give certain events, which brings me to the actual topic of today's episode. How do we behave towards the circumstances that transpire around us? Do we rejoice when something, in quotes, good and enjoyable happens to us, but complain and moan when instead something doesn't go our way? Especially in the second category, can it be that often we have a rather narrow-minded, short-term vision and only see the limited occurrence, which in turn seems to be solely negative? Well, today I want to invite you to see things a little differently. Now, before we go any further, I'm not saying by any means that there are no negative, painful, or sad moments in this world. Of course there are, and I have no doubt that we've all experienced some of them, and also know with a pretty high-level certainty that many of them are still lurking in the future, waiting to befall us down the line. So yes, pain, hurt, anger, 
disappointments, losses, and so much more are all part of life. But they rarely come alone. You see, I've started to learn that the events we live through aren't necessarily categorizable because what can be a horrible thing within a limited time span can turn out to be the catalyst that eventually led to something beautiful in our life. And a painful, agonizing experience can be the necessary teaching moment that catapulted our personal growth and helped us further strengthen and develop our character down the line. So yeah, with more time passing, I'm trying to detach myself from judging moments too quickly and putting them in either category. To me, they aren't good or bad. They just are. And by the way, this isn't something that I tell myself to have a bright outlook on life when things get tough, along the lines of, well, hey, chin up, champ, at least you're learning something for the future. (laughs) Sure, that makes sense, even though it sucks to hear it right as you're going through it. (laughs) But that's not the only motivator. It's also a much-needed wake-up call because while learning from something, in quotes, bad for the future can be a great thing, it can also be extremely dangerous to not see a potential future pitfall just because they're right now you're experiencing seems wonderful. Imagine you're in a relationship with little red flags showing up here and there. At first, they might be small enough that you don't necessarily notice the toxicity approaching, and so you still see life through rose-colored glasses and enjoy this, in quotes, good and enjoyable experience without noticing the path ahead. Or perhaps you've done some shady business deals that made you a lot of quick money, so you're living the high life with champagne bottles and Playboy models. (laughs) But for how long? How long until you get caught or... How long until you realize that lifestyle is wrecking you slowly? There are, of course, many other examples I could list, but you understand the point I'm trying to get across. It's about stillness, introspection, and honest reflection on what we're going through. We shouldn't dismiss our rational thought just because we're experiencing something enjoyable and pleasurable. It really is worth it to occasionally pause and reflect for a moment, to detach ourselves, even if it's for a few minutes a day, to think about the now and how it can affect our future. But also here, I invite you to not overdo it. It's not healthy to only worry about whether something good might actually be something else in disguise, and that therefore we should be on alert mode at all times. (laughs) This is precisely the point I'm trying to make. Things just are. Sometimes what appears to be good stays good. Sometimes instead it leads us to pain. And sometimes that pain brings us wisdom and learnings. And at times that wisdom and those learnings can evoke a feeling of sadness and on and on it goes. You could continue this exercise endlessly and the only outcome that would be guaranteed by it is that you'd go mad halfway through it. (laughs) It's not worth losing sleep over endless hypotheticals or whether an experience is categorizable as good type A, medium type M, or bad type capital B. They just are. 
enjoy them while they're enjoyable and endure them while they're challenging. Both of these will endlessly mix and match as time goes on. So I invite you and at the same time remind myself to not force things, to let things go when they need to and to surf the waves of emotion as they come. I want all of us to be in a position to recognize and learn to appreciate the, in quotes, good times while accepting their finite nature and understanding that eventually they will pass and make way for challenges. In turn, I hope we have the foresight and strength to meet these, again, in quotes, hard times with courage, a willingness to learn, and the comprehension that also these moments are not forever. That they're less than an invincible obstacle and more a new opportunity for personal growth and that we can test ourselves and see where we currently stand in the way we deal with them as they cross our paths. My Leave the Bubble friends, we can't change what happens to us, but what we can do is control our responses to it. Once we understand that it's only a matter of time that challenging times are inevitably going to befall us, we can do something about it right now to mitigate its effect as much as possible down the line. So why do we put money aside for a rainy day when the sun is shining today? Well, to be able to buy an umbrella, a thick raincoat, and be able to afford an eventual patching on the roof if the storm leaves a bigger damage than anticipated. Simultaneously, even if we know that we can't possibly stay our entire life in a rut and negative headspace, we can do things that help us leave that stage quicker and more efficiently, perhaps by exercising and taking care of our physical and mental health, or maybe by meeting our close friends and beloved family members, or alternatively, by finding a new and exciting passion project. It really doesn't matter. For all I care, hugging a bunch of puppies has never failed anyone. But what do I know? (laughs) Guys, don't sweat too much on putting labels on things. Learn to be present, focused on what you're going through and how you're responding to it. Continue working on your self-improvement because then you'll be able to maximize your awareness, your gratitude, and your efforts to effectively endure and master any upcoming challenges. Remember, life is not black and white. It's not completely, inherently, and unequivocally good or bad. And we can always learn from and control how we respond to anything that happens to us. I wish all of us peace of mind, serenity, and joy, and hope to be seeing you on here again very soon. As always, be well, Stay curious and don't be afraid to leave your bubble. Hi there. Thanks for listening to Leave the Bubble. If you like what you hear and would like to support this podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash philipcarbaum to become a patron. Also, check out my website at www.philipcarbaum.com where you can sign up to the newsletter and find Leave the Bubble themed products in our webshop. Lastly, if you think of someone who can benefit from or you believe would also enjoy our episodes, please share it. Personal recommendations are always the best way to grow the podcast. Once again, thank you for listening. Until next time.